This is the Coming Out Loved and Supported Podcast, the group for the LGBTQ plus community and family of LGBTQ plus wanting to learn more and do better. I am your host, Annie Henderson. I'm a certified professional life coach and also a member of the LGBTQ plus community. We are so glad you're here. Please like and subscribe. And if you know anyone that is needing support as they are going through their journey, please share because I honestly believe by doing so, we can save lives. Hello, this is Annie Henderson, your coming out coach on the Coming Out Loved and Supported podcast. Thanks for being here for this episode with author Dan Liu on doing what makes you happy and finding others who will support you. Dan Liu is a business consultant and coach and the author of the upcoming book, The Marketing and Business Growth Playbook. It's a unique blueprint designed to help small businesses clarify their marketing message, improve their strategies, and scale up their revenue. With a decade of experience as a mechanical engineer, Dan combines his analytical and creative skills with his love for business and marketing. Now he helps successful growth-minded entrepreneurs uncover opportunities to scale their businesses so they can create the wealth they desire for their families. Dan, uh, thank you so much for being here and letting us get to sample a little bit of your expertise. Hello, and uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak to you and your audience. Yeah. So, Dan, when we were talking, um, we were talking a little bit about uh, mindset and emotional freedom and just the act of being happy and how important that is and making sure you find others that will support you in your yeah. journey. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about what that means for you? I know you're I, I don't believe you're a part of the LGBTQIA community, but your message resonates with, with everyone. So tell us a little bit about you stepping out and having that emotional freedom. Yeah. So for me, um, I was working as an engineer in my prior career and, um, you know, early on I knew I really didn't enjoy that career in that workplace but I just graduated college and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I'd spent all this money going to, you know, university. Of course. And I didn't have, you know, the the confidence to to take a leap and do something else. And I knew I wanted to do something in business and marketing. I just didn't know what exactly. But again, just coming out of school, having debts to pay, um, I just kind of stayed in that job. And, you know, year after year, I kept going to work, not enjoying it, starting to feel bad about myself, starting to feel a lot of regret um, and really a lot of self-hatred, just kind of like knowing that I wanted to do something different, but just couldn't muster the courage and, you know, really have the confidence to do anything else. You know, I grew up with very poor self-esteem and poor confidence. Um, and so, that you know, like most things that carries through your adult life. And so, you know, I hit a very low point, probably in my mid twenties or so, um, you know, because I guess for me, like my career was such a big part of, you know, where I draw like self esteem from, like everybody has different areas of their life where they really draw, you know, their confidence and, you know, it's part of their identity. And for me, it was always about work. You know, I was always somebody who worked a lot, who enjoyed working and because my work wasn't, you know, 
making me happy or I wasn't feeling, you know, satisfied at the end of you know, the day when I went to, to my job, it was really taking a toll on all other aspects of my life. So I started to just become more and more depressed and, you know, I was treating uh, people differently. My outlook on life started to just really decline and, you know, it really just became this downward spiral. And, um, you know, and I, and then from there I was, I was in a state of depression for, you know, many years and, you know, not knowing how to get out of it. And then fortunately I was, you know, introduced to the world of personal development mm-hmm. and, um, you know, <laughs> reading books and, and all these, uh, you know, listening to audios and getting to, you know, a lot of the bigger names like Tony Robbins. And, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Jim Rohn, um, you Love know, started, Jim yes. yeah, started to discover all these different, um, you know, ideas and all these tools and resources to help with the issues that I was having. And one of the biggest breakthroughs for myself, um, you know, within that space was learning neuro-linguistic programming or NLP. Um, And after going through that, that's where I had like the biggest shifts in how I thought about myself, how I thought about others and, you know, my outlook on, you know, life and, and the future and started to see some hope where, you know, I wasn't, going to be in this position forever. I wasn't going to be stuck in this job forever that I had the confidence and the ability to try new things and to, to be a better person and not focus so much on, you know, the stuff that I haven't done yet or the the mistakes I made in the past, which is, you know, my natural tendency is to typically focus on, you know, the negatives or what. Yeah. You're not alone there. Yep. (laughs) So, but it, you know, it wasn't until I really understood human psychology and patterns and how we interpret information. um, Was I really then able to kind of, you know, look back and reflect and, and uh, you know, reassess, my whole life and how I've been approaching things. And then from there, I was able to make, you know, shifts through exercises and habits to uh, kind of get myself out of that depressive state and start moving towards, you know, more, you know, self-confidence, higher self-esteem, learning to be happy with what I had and just really being more future focused and, and working towards that rather than just constantly looking back and saying, you know, I made all these mistakes. I'm just going to keep making mistakes. I, I can't do anything right. And so, you know, NLP became something that I had wished every person, you know, knew, right. It doesn't matter, you know, cause we all experience emotions. We all have thoughts. We all have different experiences and to be able to learn how to interpret all of that and understand, you know, not just why we do what we do, like what, what are the roots of, you know, why we behave a certain way, how we react. But then we also get a better understanding of people around us and why they say what they say or why they do what they do. And, you know, that can go as far as strangers you talk to, or even just people in your own family. Like why do people in your own family say things that, you know, they say, or what caused them to have the beliefs that they have? And, you know, when I had those or learned about that, that's when I really, you know, felt like I became, you know, emotionally free. I was no longer dependent or my emotions weren't dictated by what other people were saying or doing. You know, I learned how to really control that. And that, I think, you know, again, is a skill that that should be taught in schools. It should be taught to children. And, you know, not just- Can you imagine (laughs) if they taught that at at each grade level or- Yes, that would be so huge. It's something that- um, yeah, you don't just teach them once. It's just something that has to be done, you know, year after year, even if it's just like a week's worth of, hey, you know, human psychology, because, you know, we're all humans, right? And yeah. so I think so much of 
people's suffering could be avoided if they had the tools and the knowledge and the skills at an early age, you know, just cause it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're what color you are, what, you know, where you, you come from, what gender you are, we all experience emotions. We're all going to experience failures and setbacks and negative situations, but learning how to not let those situations or events really control your life or, you know, bring it down is extremely important. Um, and yeah, you know, something I wish, I would have learned earlier would have saved myself a lot of headache and, and heartache <laughs> for sure. But yes. And gosh, you're, you're preaching to the choir there because yeah. our LGBTQIA community, uh, there's a lot of us that are, you know, unable to be our authentic self and live yeah. happiness and, and true to ourselves. And, you know, some of us are, are still in the closet later on in our lives. So knowing that, you know, this sense of emotional freedom isn't just limited to uh, our community and coming out, but everyone. And it's such yeah. something that we can teach our, our family and friends and our kids to, to benefit them. Absolutely. I love it. So you were an engineer mm -hmm. and then you started doing what after that? Uh, yeah. So after that, I, I kind of decided, well, I didn't like that career. I knew I wanted to do something in business and, and the marketing world, didn't know what exactly. And I also knew I wanted to, to leave the Northeast, the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, mm -hmm. got moved to Southern California. So I figured I'd kind of do both at the same time. And, you know, when I moved, I really tried a bunch of different things in the marketing world just to get a better understanding of what I enjoyed doing um, and what I didn't enjoy doing. Right. So mm -hmm. it was a lot of kind of trial and error and learning everything and anything I could just about marketing. Um, and then just trying to find my place in that world because marketing in general is pretty broad. Um, and, you know, you, you can do the very technical stuff and build websites and, you know, you can do advertising, you can write copy or, you know, write for people. And, uh, you know, ultimately where I'm at now is really focusing on consulting because I do enjoy the advisory kind of role and, mm -hmm. um, more and more so strategy and big picture uh, type of work than I do more of that technical or done for you type of stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at in, in my career transition. So it's been a journey um, and it's taken a lot to really, again, just try different things and have that confidence just to, to try it and see if it works or, you know, see if you enjoy it or not. And then from there, you're always progressing and evolving and, you know, five years from now, it might be totally different, right? Yeah, definitely. So um, so with you going, you know, going to school and committing, how long, you know, do you feel like you invested, how much time did you invest in, you know, school and that career before you stepped away? Yeah. Uh, so school, I just went for the traditional four years for engineering. Um, I did go to get my master's um, afterwards because the work was paying for it. So that was like an additional two years. And uh, I spent just over nine and a half years working full time. So gotcha. So yeah. a lot of people that alone, that amount of time that they have committed will cause people to to hit the brakes, right? They yeah. they feel like there's and I've heard this at at so many different ages, but like, oh, it's too late. Like I've waited right. too long. <laughs> yeah. What do you have to say to to people that think, gosh, I've already spent this much time. I might as well just stick it out. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's very common and it's very easy to, to fall into that mindset and have that belief that it's, you know, too late. Right. But I think, 
you know, for me, I, I was still fairly young. So I had a lot of time to kind of extrapolate the life that I was living and say, look, if I was going to do this for the next 30, 40 years, you know, could I, could I do it? Could I handle it, you know, mentally or emotionally? Um, and so, you know, I always think that you're not, it's never too late. You know, it's, it's more of a limiting mindset mm-hmm. um, and, you know, kind of an excuse to, to take the easy route, right. To not jump out there and try something new. Um, but you're always going to find cases where there's people that are maybe way older than you are and are doing what you want to do. And they took that leap, you know, much later in life. And so it's like always trying to look at those examples and draw from that to, you know, look inwards and say, look, if they could do it, you know, I could do it, or I should at least try mm-hmm. and always kind of looking forward and saying, you know, if I'm not happy where I am today, yes, I may have invested, you know, 10 years into my career, but you know, if I keep going at this rate, what's it going to cost me down the road? You know, I'm going to be filled with regrets. I'm going to hate mm-hmm. most of it. And it really, it, it's only going to get worse, right? Really, <laughs> does, right. really does it ever get better? Yeah. Um, and it's not going to just kind of stay the same. It's like, oh yeah, I've, I've stayed even with relationships, right? It's like, we've invested so much time with somebody and it's hard to let go of that. But then you have to really just think if, you know, you're not happy today, what's going to change unless you make, you know, a conscious effort and have that kind of belief and faith and then, you know, take the action, right? Cause it's not just having that confidence to take that first step, but then just keep moving forward and just constantly pivot and progress to get to where you ultimately want to go. Yes. Well said, Dan. Well said. Nice. So compared to back when you were in your engineering job, mm-hmm. where is your happiness level? now oh it's significantly higher i mean if i were had to quantify it you know maybe out of 10 at the worst i was probably at a one or two in terms uh-huh. of having it, yeah right? and then now i'm i would say probably like an eight or nine right there's mm-hmm. things obviously that i'm always working on to to improve um but it's, it's drastically different because again i mean for me it was the workplace or my work that was the causing me a lot of pain mm-hmm. um and that, you know, you spend a, a lot of our time working. So that kind of just rippled and affected other areas of life. So, you know, even though my relationships with family and stuff were pretty good, it was that big piece of the puzzle that was, you know, rippling out and, and hurting other aspects. So, yeah. So, you know, fortunately, I did take that leap. I did transition, not only leaving that job, but also moving to a place where I wanted to move um, has opened up, you know, different opportunities and, and just, allowed me to be happier as well. Right. Because yeah. I like the sun and I like being outdoorsy and I can do that uh, here in Southern California all year. Whereas <laughs> right. back in the East Coast, even the winters would kind of add more, you know, to my depressive state. Yes. So, yeah. You know, trying to factor in all of that really, you know, made an impact. So it wasn't just about the career, but it was also about, you know, being where you want to be. Right. So yes. And that's enjoying. huge. Congratulations yeah. on, on taking that. Cause that's a huge step and it, and it yeah. can be so scary because I think you'd mentioned earlier, um, your, your family, although they were ultimately supportive, they did have questions, right. Which yeah. caused a little probably added doubt. Can you tell us and our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, like anything, when you, you step outside of what you've been doing for so long, and especially when, um, you know, the perceptive or perception of 
other people was that you were happy, right? You had this mm-hmm. great career. Happy and successful. Yeah, you were happy, successful. You got the nice career, you know, government, well-paying job. Like what else could you want? And, you know, stepping out of that and taking a different path, you know, people are always going to challenge you and not necessarily because they want to harm you or deter you from, you know, your, your goals, your dreams. But again, we have to understand where their mindset is, right? Mm-hmm. Why do they believe that, you know, maybe they think you're making a mistake? Well, why is that? You know, my parents were immigrants. So for them, like they were always going for that safe, comfortable security, um, you know, type of lifestyle. And so I had to, and because I started NLP, like that really helped me with making the transition because I never took what they said to me personally. I never, you know, once kind of took it to heart and, and doubted myself, you know, to a degree, of course, right? Cause I'm always, I'm moving away from my family. So I had doubts of, you know, being so far away from them, but I never took their kind of um, doubts as doubt in my ability or, you know, me trying to be happier. It was just more of, they didn't understand And so, you know, understanding that for myself just made it easier because I wasn't going to let them deter me. You know, I was ultimately doing what I thought was going to be best for, you know, my life and my career. And, um, you know, but again, thankfully, my parents were were not against it. They were just, you know, a little bit apprehensive because, again, it's like, wait, you're going to leave your job that, you know, you've been with for nine years, that you're getting paid well and you're going to leave this area to move across the country Right. So, of course, you know, they had questions, but, uh, you know, and I, I, of course, had my fears and doubts, but I think ultimately it was having that belief and that, you know, faith to take it, take that leap. And then, you know, everything's worked out since, you know, of course, it's been hard to kind of live away from parents and and family, but with today's technology and Facebook and FaceTiming, it, it makes it a lot easier. So that's definitely helped. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So, I, I had a, a similar story to you, right? As, as an entrepreneur, but first I, you know, I went to school, I got my master's in, in education and that was, you know, I feel like one level, but I was always loved psychology because my, my bachelor's was in psychology. Okay. And then I uh, was a school counselor and it was a great job. And then I got my master's in um, professional counseling and, and was a, uh, worked in a private practice. So I did, you know, I was building up, building up. And then I was like, and I wasn't, you know, like you were said, you, you know, at times you were a one or a two. Mm -hmm. I don't think for me, it was ever that bad. And I think that's what we have to remind people. Like, it doesn't have to be like bad enough. Like same with the relationships. It doesn't have to be an abusive relationship for you not to be happy. Yeah. Nothing horrible has to happen. There doesn't have to be cheating for you to go on. Same with a job. It doesn't have to be a one or a two. I was probably maybe a five or six and I knew I could do something more. I knew I could be happier. And yes, it's, freaked my family out. (laughs) My, my partner is a financial advisor. So financially it wasn't probably the best move either, Mm -hmm. but yeah, happiness now is off the charts. I get to take my daughter to school. We, for lunch today, she was on virtual. Um, we ran out and played some tennis stuff that I could never do before. So like, it's, so much emotional freedom, time freedom. That's just, it's just great. So I, awesome. I, I'm happy for both of us and for, you know, for anyone 
looking to make that move, um, like, like Dan said, NLP really helped him. Um, for me, uh, coaching, I always talk about The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. <laughs> it's such an amazing book. So start taking those steps, um, you know, and put yourself around others that are going to understand and support you um, instead of just be fearful for you because it can, it can help. And Dan and I, I've actually met Dan in a group that we're in and just being around other like-minded people is, is incredible. So Dan, I have another question for you. Uh, what can an entrepreneur or a business owner do to prepare themselves mentally before embarking on their journey? Yeah, so that's a great question. And, and I'm going to tie it back into kind of what I talked earlier. And um, I truly believe, you know, studying human psychology, whether it's NLP or you know, other forms is, you know, just foundational for anybody. And especially for entrepreneurs or small business owners where you're diving into, you know, a world where you're going to face a lot of uh, criticism and doubts, uh, not just from, you know, the people around you, but internally as well. And I think being able to understand, you know, your emotions and your thoughts and how to better control them so that you don't go down the rabbit hole when, you know, somebody leaves one negative review on your, your Google page or Yelp page <laughs> and not take it to heart. And, you know, cause from there it, every day it's, you know, it's a challenge to go and, and be your own boss. And, you know, if you're managing people as well, it's also very important to understand human psychology and emotions because you're going to be dealing with, you know, people's baggage, let's say, or everybody's exactly. going to have different personalities. So you have to understand, you know, how people operate and that way you can better communicate with them or you can better understand them without, you know, having so much of the, the issues and miscommunications or misinterpretations that often happen, you know, not just in the workplace, but even, you know, with your friends, your family, you know, like how many arguments are started because people just misinterpret what somebody else is saying. And so when you can really understand how to control your interpretations from there, you can control your emotions and really just stay more level as you go throughout your journey. You know, you're never hitting super you know, low lows because, you know, you have the skills and the tools to kind of, you know, keep you level headed. And then you can also have higher highs. You can experience more positive emotions when you really learn how to control your thoughts and interpretations. So, you know, that for me, I think was in terms of having like emotional freedom as an entrepreneur is really studying, uh, you know, at least the basics of psychology and how the mind works because it is a challenge uh, for sure. And you will face, you know, certain things and obstacles that are going to challenge how you think about, you know, not just your business, but also about yourself and your self-esteem and your confidence. All right. So making sure that stuff is never taken to heart and really, you know, brings you down is, is super important, I think, for anybody starting out in business. Exactly. And anybody. <laughs> anybody. Right, anybody. <laughs> so it's great advice for anyone. Um, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming book? Yeah, so my book is, um, it's a little bit different than a traditional book. Um, it's more of a workbook. And I've really compiled what I believe are some of the most foundational um, strategies that any small business owner can use for their business in terms of helping them with their marketing, their messaging, and uh, their overall strategy for growth. And so inside the book, I have 
you know, I go through various concepts and then I also share different exercises to help, you know, the reader or the entrepreneur really kind of extract and create ideas that they can implement into their business. So, you know, with me, a lot of books, um, you know, have a lot of great information, but if you can't implement and there's no process for you to implement what you're learning about, they're not likely to, you know, take action with it. Yes. And then therefore they can't get the results they want. So I want to make my book a little bit unique. And so it's going to cover a variety of different um, marketing and business growth strategies, and then be a mixture of you know, a lot of different exercises and brainstorming um, sections to really help that reader, you know, bring out some of their, hopefully some great ideas that can really propel their business to where they want it to go. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love that it's a workbook. Um, like you said, I, I talk to a lot of my clients about how we read and listen to podcasts and we just consume, consume and go on to the next thing instead of actually putting anything to action. So the fact that you have it as a workbook, it is just going to make it much more powerful. So great idea. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, is there anything else that you want to say and share before we move on to a little more of the silly questions? <laughs> okay. Um, I think, you know, in regards to, to happiness, right? I think it's important to make it a priority in your life. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is kind of, you know, when you're waking up, you know, we all have our to-do list. We all have things we want to get done, but rarely is, you know, happiness ever on that list, right? Because if you put that at the top of your list, your mind will find ways to, you know, approach things differently to, to make you feel happier. Like if, if prior right, happiness for me, it's peace, right? Like I try to put peace high in my life. If I'm in a peaceful state, then I, I can find happiness a little bit easier. And if I put that on my list, then I don't allow things to really disturb my peace. So if people say things to me, or if I'm starting to feel a little bit, um, you know, anxious, then I always come back to that state of peace. Cause it's always at the forefront of my mind. Right. So, you know, whatever that is for you, if you want to be in a state of bliss or peace or happiness, I think it's important to, you know, wake up with that intention because it's easy to, you know, fall into a state of anger when somebody does something or says something to you or, you know, or depression or self-doubt. But if you have kind of like a, a home base where you can kind of revert back to like, this is where I want to be most of the time. And again, for me, it's just being in a peaceful state. Um, you know, if I stray out of that, then I can quickly kind of, you know, adjust and come back in. And I found that that exercise for me helps with just being level throughout the day and, uh, you know, just being happier because I'm not allowing any other negative emotions to really take a hold of me. And if it does, right, I'm not 100%, then I minimize it. I don't stay in that state for, you know, hours or, or days, which a lot of people do, right? Like mm -hmm. one comment can all of a sudden derail them. <laughs> yeah. For a whole yes. week. And all of a sudden everything, you know, how you operate in your business or your career or your, how you, you know, converse or interact with your spouse or partner, all the dynamics change because, you know, you're allowing maybe this one or two things to really affect you. So that's just an exercise that I, I found works for me. So I want yeah. to that can, help somebody out there. No, that's excellent. I bet there will be some people putting that to use. I love it. Uh, so Dan, where can our audience find out more about you and maybe how to check out your upcoming book? 
so the best place is just uh, danluconsulting.com. So just D-A-N-L-U consulting.com. Awesome. And I'll have a clickable link in the show notes so everyone can just click on it and go straight there. All right. Uh, so Dan, here's my <laughs> silly question is, what have you been watching recently? Ooh, what I've been watching recently? Um, it's been a combination of Caribbean and Mediterranean life. It's an HGTV show. I've never seen it, but so, I, I saw your description. So tell us a little bit more and why you like it. So a lot of it is, um, you know, couples or families that are relocating from generally the U.S. or Canada to somewhere in the Mediterranean or Caribbean with the idea of, you know, they're, they're leaving maybe their kind of traditional corporate jobs or life and they want to go to their happy place, right? They want to find- You can relate, huh? <laughs> yeah, they want to find that lifestyle of where it's a little bit slower. They can enjoy their time with their families more. They're not hustling all the time. And so that's, you know, their happiness, right? So that's them and their journeys trying to transition from, you know, what they're doing now to where they think they'll be happier. And so, you know, I like the, the sun and the Caribbean and the beaches. So it's just nice to see, um, you know, the houses they're checking out and also the locations as well. So I think that's, uh, that's always fun to watch. Yeah, that sounds really good. I, I will be checking that out. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, Dan, thank you so, so much for coming on here and, and talking to everybody about the importance of happiness and making that happen. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I hope something I share today can really help your audience out. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. All right. So here is our quote for the day. Race, gender, religion, sexuality, we're all people and that's it. We're all people. We are all equal. And that was by Connor Franta. Thank you once again for listening to the Coming Out Loved and Supported podcast. Please check out the show notes on how to reach out to Dan and other great resources for support groups and more. If you haven't heard this today, I love you. And yes, you are enough in all the ways. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are the kind of person that likes to help others, then please share this with friends and family. If it helped you, then it will probably help others. Also, if you're needing support and inspiration daily, then connect with me at Life Coach Annie on Facebook. I am so grateful for you taking the time to listen today. If you could do me a favor, please leave a positive review so that more people in the LGBTQ community can find meaningful content that motivates.